We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Oh, my goodness, since we were just talking about uh, race and racism and so forth. Uh, I have not seen the new movie Avatar. I don't have any desire to. Uh, and I'm a real fan of science fiction, or at least used to be. Uh, it's number one at the box office right now. But I I just have zero interest in seeing Avatar. Uh, Joy and I were talking to someone at breakfast this morning. They went to see Avatar last night, loved it, said it was great, phenomenal. Okay, fine. I just, I just don't have any interest. But Avatar is now being condemned as racist. Have you noticed that the progressive left sees racism in everything? except for themselves. Now, why are they saying Avatar is racist? Because they used primarily white people to play blue people. Aren't the people in Avatar blue? I don't think they're green. I think they're blue. Aren't they? Yeah, they're blue. Yes, Jeff is shaking his head yes. They're blue. Well, <clears throat> James Cameron and the people who put together Avatar evidently chose a bunch of white people to portray blue people. And somehow, someway, that's racist. How dare white people portray blue people? Would it be better if black people portrayed blue people? Yellow people portrayed blue people? I don't. I, I, I just, I don't know. Um, I just, I, I brought this to your attention yesterday, and I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it, but um, we have some interesting choices coming up in the next couple of elections. Um, I have said this before, and I hope you're the same way. I hope you have some non-negotiables when it comes to who you vote for, who you will not vote for, who you will support, and who you will not support. Um, l- listen, I, uh, I am somewhat of an idealist. I really am. I think I have high standards for the people that I want to support and vote for and so forth. But I also understand that we can't 
sacrifice the good on the altar of the perfect. What do I mean by that? We will never find a perfect candidate. Okay? Some people are looking for a political candidate that agrees with every single thing that they believe politically, ideologically, philosophically, uh, religiously. And they're looking for the perfect candidate. And because of that, they will not vote for a good candidate. And the good candidate will lose the election because people were looking for the perfect candidate. And they think that this person is the perfect candidate. They don't have a chance in the world of getting elected. Everybody knows that. But they vote for them because they're the perfect candidate, and they don't win. And the good candidate doesn't win either because everybody was trying to vote for the perfect candidate. I I hope I haven't confused you too much. Uh, when it comes to politics, compromise is a part of the name of the game. And we're, we're never going to find a perfect candidate. So stop trying to find one. But, and I hope you're the same way. I have some non-negotiables. Um, economic policy is not one of them. I'm not an economist. I'm not an expert in economy. And I read this expert and that expert and this politician has this policy and this uh, politician has that policy. And I'm looking for someone that I agree with. But if I don't agree completely with their economic policies, that's not a non-negotiable for me. Foreign policy is not necessarily a non-negotiable. Uh, different people have different ideas about who we should cooperate with and who we should not cooperate with. I understand the differences. I have my thoughts, my feelings, but that's that's not it's high on my list, but it's not necessarily a non-negotiable. Uh, taxes are very, very important. But different people disagree on tax policies and how much should be, you know, we we need cuts, but how much, you know, uh, important, yeah, but that's not a non-negotiable for me. Um, but I do have some non-negotiables. One of them is life. I would never, ever, ever vote for someone who supported abortion. I won't. I don't care. I don't care who the other candidate is. I don't care what it means in the election. Well, if you don't vote for them, somebody even worse is, well, you know, yeah, they're pro-abortion, but their opponent in the other party, they're even more pro-abortion. I don't care. If they support abortion, I'm done, finished. I will not vote. My principles rise above that. That's a non-negotiable for me. Here's another one. Marriage and family. That's a non-negotiable with God. And as I have tried to make this point often in the last few days, marriage and family is not a secondary issue. 
It is the very foundation of culture and society. It is what God ordained. He created male and female, created he them. This is not a minor issue, a secondary issue. It is not. And for me, it is non-negotiable. If a politician supports same-sex marriage, I'm done. I'm finished, just like with abortion. And I care about what would happen in the election and so forth, but that person's not going to get my vote. Sorry. Just not going to happen. Marriage and family is up there with abortion, I believe, biblically and scripturally. I said that to say this. Former President Donald Trump has lost my support. I say that with great sadness. But you've probably heard that he hosted a large pro-same-sex marriage event at his complex in Florida. It wasn't just he allowed it. He hosted it and was quite proud that he hosted it and told the attendees that he is fighting hard for LGBTQ rights, including same-sex marriage. Donald Trump was in so many ways a great president. I'm done. And I don't understand what is wrong with conservative Republicans. You know who one of the major attendees was and one of the speakers at this event? Kerry Lake. The conservative who is fighting to be the governor of Arizona. I don't know much about Kerry Lake, except she's a conservative. She's running against an arch liberal. I think the election was very questionable in Arizona. She doesn't have my support anymore. Um, She was one of the main speakers at this event, uh, used profane language quite proudly at the event, and um, she is one of the darlings of the right of conservatives. What? Oh, by the way, Senator Rob Portman was there and received an award. Rob Portman lost my support as well. Now, you'll have to do what God tells you to do. But I've got some non-negotiables, and I'm holding fast. I hope you will, too. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Uh, 
I would imagine that uh, what I was saying before the break has uh, made a few of you angry. Um, I remember well back when uh, Donald Trump was in the primary with other Republicans. If I remember, there were like 16 or 17 Republicans, uh, Mike Huckabee, um, uh, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, uh, uh, Governor Christie from New Jersey, um, uh, one of the Bushes, uh, Jeb Bush was running. um, uh, It was a whole laundry list of uh, Republicans. And uh, Donald Trump, for me, was at the bottom of the list. I mean, last. Not even close. Uh, But as I've said many times before, when he won the nomination, which I thought was impossible, I I, I did not expect that. I did not expect that. He won the nomination, and uh, I decided I could vote for him. Uh, He had been pro-abortion. In the past, he said he was pro-life, and I believed him. Again, that was one of my non-negotiables. He indicated that he was pro-marriage, pro-family, and would not support uh, same-sex marriage, same-sex relationships, and the legalization of same-sex marriage, the redefinition of marriage. And I believed him on that. And he turned out to be, I was shocked at what a great president he was. I I was shocked, pleasantly so. There were many times during his presidency that I was embarrassed that he was our president. And I admitted it. I said it on the air. I said, oh, my goodness, he should not have said that. He should not have done that. But they were things that I could overlook. Didn't approve. Made that clear. But I could overlook them. But marriage, family, life, uh -uh. nope. Nope, nope. And many of you... Now, first of all, I don't think Donald Trump has a chance of being the nominee for the Republican Party for 2024. But I didn't think he had a chance before. So I was completely, totally wrong then. I could be wrong now. But it looks like his campaign is self-destructing. Many, and I mean many of the people that were the strongest supporters for Donald Trump, have said what I said a few minutes ago. I'm done. I'm finished. Kellyanne, Kellyanne Conway, who was one of his strongest supporters. Nope, can't support him. Uh, Kelly McEnany. His uh, press secretary for a time. Mm-mm, nope. Um, I, well, anyway. So, I, 
I I don't think he will be the nominee. I think his campaign is self-destructing. And to be honest, I hope it does, so that we're not faced with a choice of a really, really good candidate and Donald Trump. I hope. Now, let me... Oh, my goodness. Um, I've got so little time. Uh, several things I'm I'm going to have to save till tomorrow. But um, I tell you what, let me let me just make reference to this since I've been really hard on Donald Trump. President Biden, I have in my hand an article from townhall.com, which is, by the way, owned by our parent company. Salem Media owns Town Hall. Uh, and the uh, the headline is, Our President, the Pathological Liar. It is not a news piece. It is an editorial that is placed on townhall.com. And... Uh, Jeff, I want to make sure that you post it. It's our president, the pathological liar from uh, Town Hall. And I don't have time to go into it, but it is four pages of one outright lie, misrepresentation, exaggeration after another from Joe Biden from back in the days when he was a senator, the days that he was vice president, and now that he is president. I mean, it is one after another. Um, and the, um, the conclusion of this writer, it's pathological. He can't help it. And that may be true. Interesting reading. Folks, have a great evening. But please remember whose you are. Listen, listen, think, think, discern. discern.